Good morning. Welcome to the 30-Day Healthy and Happy Challenge. The 30-Day Challenge is designed to develop essential habits that will improve your health and happiness. Log in at solanofit.com with your email address to get your 30-day calendar. Today is day 22. Are you ready? You are now listening to the Solano Fit Podcast, featuring fitness to change your life and inspiration to live your best. Here's your host, O. Johnson. Welcome back. We're nearly one week away from the final conclusion of the challenge. If you've been following along each day, well done. If you're new here, go ahead and jump to day one after you finish this episode. Over the past three weeks, we've discussed limits, the power of sacrifice, and the benefits of exercise. Hopefully, you've adopted a variety of these activities and reaped the benefits. But today, let's get material. Let's talk about the fancy car, the perfect body, the new raise at the great job, or the fancy degree from that great college. It's not a huge leap to think that you may be working towards one of those things right now. Oh, how different you'll feel when your size fill in the blank. Or only if I had that super duper XZ Niner fancy new car. I'd be so happy. Now question, know anyone locally or from afar that has the things you want right now? Know anyone who should be more happy than they are right now for what they have? Hint, hint. Maybe this is why no matter how wealthier as a nation we become, polls on American happiness have not gotten significantly better at all. Several happiness indexes rank America on the low end of this scale, ranking us anywhere between 18th in the world to 108th. For a country known across the world for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, it's peculiar. In fact, with a lot of international polls, Finland is number one. I wonder how happy they are. Suomen maa on todella kaunis paikka asua, missä on ilmainen terveydenhuolto myös. Mutta monessa asiassa on kaksi puolta. Um, ja ei, kaikki, ei kaikille aina tämä ole um, toimivaa. Loppujen lopuksi itse päädyin muuttamaan sitten Amerikkaan. What my sister-in-law just said is that Finland is a beautiful place to live. The healthcare is great, and she goes back there with the kids as often as she can. But there's two sides to every story, and she eventually moves to America. Maybe it's a truism of life that we take for granted the things that we have. We strive for the things we don't have, and often we thirst for the things out of reach. Yesteryear, TV commercials promised every homemaker a life of bliss with a do-it-yourself microwave or, an, or a shiny new automatic dishwasher. was a time when the prospect of washing a stack of dishes like this would send cold chills up my back. But those days are gone forever. Ever since I got this, my Frigidaire automatic dishwasher. That, Mrs. Millard. Maybe the pursuit of happiness, as in the chasing of it, is the problem. Or maybe we're chasing the wrong type of happiness? Ancient Greek philosopher Aristotle is credited with defining the two terms of happiness, hedonism and eudaimonism. Hedonism refers to the seeking of current pleasures that only temporarily affect our mood state. It might include eating chocolate, getting the rays, or getting the dishwasher. Eudaimonia, which from the ancient Greek is translated as you, meaning good, and daima, meaning spirit, relates to the disciplines that can affect our nature, the virtues that yield a sense of goodness or a sense of meaning in the world. Martin Seligman, one of the originators of all the happiness research we know today, calls it authentic happiness. He compares jobs with a calling as an example. At a job, you can't wait to get off. With a calling, you get lost in your work. At a job, you'll strive for the raise because, well, it's money. With a calling, the raise is nowhere near as important as the mission. A calling gives you the type of happiness that doesn't fade with inclement weather or the season. 
It gives you meaning and purpose. It endures. Maybe we should pursue what endures and not what so quickly fades away. Remember from previous episodes that even once we get the car, the raise, the perfect body, the joy for it naturally fades away anyway. And in under 90 days, you're back to your happiness levels pre-purchase or pre-the-event. So what determines your happiness pre-event anyway? According to research by Sonia Lubomirsky, 50% of your absolute happiness is limited by your genome. That is to say that some people are genetically predisposed to be half-glass-empty types. But that's not where the story ends. Her model states that 10% is for what is uncontrollable, meaning surprises, gifts, and accidents, but up to 40% of things you can control. Your decisions, your thoughts. And that's the good news. You can turn a stubborn frown upside down. So now what can you do with that 40% to get more eudaimonia in your life? If you're listening to positive podcasts like this or engaged in the Healthy Happy Challenge, you're on your way. Keep attending to your happiness state by activating all that you can control. Research shows that several activities like forgiveness exercises, gratitude activities, thank you letters, and moments of savoring, or taking the time to enjoy where you are and what you're doing, are vital. Mindfulness and meditation practices and turning your attention towards the things you have right in front of you are so important for meaning. There will always be something else to get in life, but to extract more meaning, more eudaimonia, we need to do more appreciating. So if you're working on the exercises on this list, sleeping a little bit more, exercising a little bit more, hugging people and being thankful, then you're halfway there. But what if you're stuck on a job and what you want is a calling? We'll talk about that and more tomorrow. I'll see you then.